I'm Tom Saunders, getting through this in New York's Flatiron District. And I'm Scott Blakeman on Manhattan's Upper East Side. Over the past three episodes, our listeners have heard the highs and lows of Tommy's road trip to Florida and Savannah and the subsequent COVID diagnosis. But on a far less newsworthy note, what was I doing back here in New York while Tommy was going through all of this? Well, on the cultural front, I saw two plays and four movies. And not to bury the lead, my total cost for all six shows was $14.50. And no, I don't live in 1957. <laughs> Tommy and I are members of a long-standing organization that serves as a seat filler for usually excellent plays that aren't drawing big audiences. After a phenomenal yearly fee, we pay just $4.50 per play. The other play I saw was a, a reading, not part of the series, at the Fine Theater 555, where our loyal listeners may know I recently did 16 performances as part of the cast of Indictment Excitement, and that was outstanding and free. Now, on the cinema side, I went to a free SAG screening of Adam Sandler's new film, Hustle, with a Q&A with Adam, who I knew back in the day at the comic strip. And the other night, I saw a powerful documentary, The Janes, with a Q&A and delicious reception, wine and fine foods, absolutely free. And just on Tuesday, a controversial documentary where I was one of the first people in New York to see it. I asked a question in the Q&A, which we'll get to later. And yes, Tommy, that too is free. Now, some of us listeners may wonder, did you pay for anything? Well, all right, I'll, I'll fess up. The lone big ticket item was the film EO about the majesty and wonder of animals, in particular, a sweet donkey. And even that $10 charge was far less than the going rate for motion pictures today. So have I found the solution to inflation or am I one of those people contributing to the demise of off-Broadway theater by not paying top dollar for tickets? Or maybe, just maybe, <laughs> just one lucky guy. <laughs> Scotty. Anyone who has ever paid top dollar for a tiny seat high up in the balcony to barely see a Broadway show must marvel at your low, low smart shopper theater going. And while they marvel, they may be kicking themselves for having paid too much. And that would be tragic variation on the cliche of walking and chewing gum at the same time. I hope the regret those people feel for not having taken advantage of that long-standing organization that serves as a seat filler. I, I don't know if that's the official name of the organization, and if not, perhaps you want to keep the real name a secret. I note that your budget-minded Broadway experience and the absolutely free, powerful documentary and the Adam Sandler film viewing, you have nothing bad to say about any of these events. No snarky criticism of the performances, no condescending mockery of the production, as might be expected of a typical New Yorker theater who would be paying top dollar. Instead, you offer only giddy joy that is infectious, Scotty. <laughs> it reminds me of the fun of state-subsidized <laughs> theater in London, England, where even dopey, overwrought matinees are fun because they're so cheap. <laughs> right now, Bosley Crowther, the famous, famously powerful and notoriously hard-to-please New York Herald Tribune the uh, theater critic of yore is turning over in his grave. And Scotty, maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, indeed, Tommy. And, you know, you and I experienced, uh, uh, oh, last year, well, we saw a screening of a film, Tragedy Macbeth, which was a, a fine film. But you and I don't continue talking about the film a year later. No, we talk about the fine reception afterwards. <laughs> complimentary, I might add, where literally we were just 
we talked about on this podcast. We were like yeah. millionaires being feted by trays and trays of fine, heavy hors d'oeuvres. Yes. And drinks and chat, fine conversation. Tommy, that stays me forever. In fact, well, Bosley Crowther never reviewed those receptions. Perhaps he was too grumpy and high-minded to just yes. arm off before the reception itself. But not us. We no. linger, Tommy, and we're all the better for it. Oh, my goodness, Scotty. What, what joyful memories. Of, you're absolutely right. Can't remember the movie or whatever it was that was being <laughs> celebrated, but sure rem uh, remember those delightful little hors d'oeuvres that would come out and little, little pieces of lettuce with some delightful sausage-like thing on it. Uh, I, yeah, Scotty, that's how all movie going should be. Not just for the, the uh, millionaires and the incredibly fortunate few like ourselves. And you're right, Scotty. You mentioned that you may be just one lucky guy. You're not two lucky guys. You're one lucky guy. <laughs> well, that if you were two lucky guys, you'd have to share it with your other lucky guy. Well, I, 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 sometimes there are two lucky guys or gals. because are, And I guess I have been secret about this organization because they do say, well, one thing they do say is don't mention when you're at a theater to loudly say, I'm getting this from, uh, it's called Theater Extras. It's been around a long time. And I guess the thing is they don't want sort of uh, people thinking, oh, I, I could have paid nothing for this instead of $150. <laughs> so that I understand. We could talk about it here. Yeah. We're not referring to specific uh, what plays there were. But it is, it might, and it does. Now, I, I will say, as you brought up, I did happen to enjoy all these uh, films and plays. But even if it was only a little to glean from it, yep. as you say, for $4.50 or for free, uh, it, it's a much better way to enjoy things. You know, the Times has an article today about how some of these serious Oscar you know, buzz kind of films aren't mm -hmm. doing very well. No, maybe it should. Just, None of them are doing well. Yeah, so perhaps we've stumbled upon the solution to Hollywood's woes: uh, make everything free and serve a fine reception. Afterwards. Yeah, I, I, and of course there'll be some sunk costs in it, but they'll recoup yeah. it some other way. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Hulu or something like that. Yeah, but uh, you're right. If only everyone. People listening uh, in South Dakota must be marveling that in New York, hors d'oeuvres are served for, for, but these are for special premieres uh, of movies. And, and all you have to do is be a SAG member or whatever. Yeah, they're all various. I'm sure they're even a higher sick. Like there's one now what, the, for the film The Fablemans, which I couldn't get into. It's going to be Spielberg and Scorsese interviewing themselves. Uh, that's probably the Director's Guild or, you know, there's this hierarchy even amongst the guild, SAG. Afterwards, great. Last year, as our listeners know, was on the nominating committee. So that gave me more entree to a plethora of, of film offerings. Uh, but uh, I did. And the one I went to the other night I was at the Hudson Yards and the HBO. And it was a beautiful size, not just tiny things, but lovely, larger than slider size chicken parmesans on buns and and, and fine wines. And, and merely for just showing up to see a film. And I spoke to the, the participants. That was the women who were chronicled in this, in this film. I spoke to them. I spoke to the director. Uh, and I spoke to a director from another documentary that's up for an Oscar. So again, Tommy, here I am. I'm just a kid from the streets. Yeah. From Brooklyn, New York. Well, you and yet, as I said, I feel like a, a, a J.P. Morgan. Yeah, you, I, I felt <laughs> the exact same way. J.P. Morgan was... <laughs> uh, I don't even know if he really experienced that because... There was air conditioning involved, as I recall, <laughs> and it was I mean, pre-film. Uh, I mean, his his film. I mean, there were films then, but certainly not in these lavish no greening rooms. That we not, and they weren't in theater. color uh, no. either. No, so no, we were better off than J.P. Morgan. Yeah, in that, in that moment, we were better off than the 
once one of the richest men in, in America. Exactly. And our friends have not been banned from other private clubs that forced him to start his own private club. <laughs> That's never been our situation. No, thank God we've never had been forced to start our own private club. Yes. Uh, that, that would, uh, although I'm sure it'd be a great club. if we. Oh, had, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but, but it's almost a club each time we go to these events. And again, yeah. it is true. That memory of last year, and these people we didn't know, and we just stayed for at least an hour, and it just the food kept coming out, and the and it, it really is just a, a, to uh, be thankful for that. It's that's a, a right experience. And then you kind of want you want to keep it going. It's sort of like that you know that first hit uh, of some drug or something. <laughs> you want to keep go, getting that same feeling, that same you know pe- they came out with heaping trays of, and fresh from the kitchen, yeah. and we just happened to be sitting at r- the very right place. Oh yeah, a- and uh, so no, whatever that movie was, I-, I would definitely vote for a Writers Guild Award. Oh, absolutely, just for the hors d'oeuvres alone, and that should be uh, a key. And I did see one film, uh, the EO. I uh, recommended it. it. Really yes. was touching about a donkey. I mean, it, and it's a odd way to put it, but it's very moving. And that we saw. Ginger and I at the film center at Lincoln Center, the, the mm-hmm. fine Eleanor Bunin Theater and very comfortable seating. And so that was a good kind of gateway. You know, it was an in-between. We, yes, we paid, but $10, Tommy. I mean, come on. These days, <laughs> it's, a, it's it cost you $18. That's it really? You know, oh, it's honestly, that, yeah. that shocked me when I saw you say, uh, and I at, a, at the low, low, bargain price of ten dollars i thought is that what movies cost movies cost more than ten dollars oh yeah 17 18 routinely uh it's gone up i mean i haven't really had to pay for moving quite a while uh and so yeah uh, nor i i haven't and it was a matinee and also there we can benefit from our senior status too but this was a a ten dollar matinee and it was a marvelous experience and so uh it's just again tommy this uh let me, as I said at the outset, it's far less newsworthy from what you've gone through. And I don't, uh, but some wonder, uh, you know, what was I doing? And your, your stories, uh, obviously, are page one, New York Times. I'm more of an email newsletter from Time Out New York. <laughs> Tips on how to more, save. Yeah, that's, yeah. I was thinking that, that it was like we go from the front page to the arts and leisure section. Well, that would be an even more lofty uh, uh, designation. <laughs> but, you know, Time Out New York doesn't even exist anymore. It's, it's merely... Uh, an online presence and, yeah. so, uh, uh, you know, um, but, uh, but it was yeah. so important in its day. Yeah. We would, we would oh, leaf, leaf through that for the latest of, of things of what to do in New York city. Now, it was of course, easier than, you know, I think we miss out on more now because <laughs> there's so many ways to find it. Did you, and I'm, uh, as a, you know, I'm always checking things. And I do find a lot of things, but mm. I also miss uh, a lot of things, but time in New York, the physical holding it, the yes. listings. That's all you need, the listings. And my name uh, would sometimes be there at a club, and I, oh, I'm in time out in New York. I clip it and put it somewhere, and now it's in my storage unit. But uh, <laughs> now, no such thing. This really is these vague online email things. Yeah. This. Or then I get an email from SAG, and I don't respond fast enough, and I don't get into certain things. So, but Tommy, it never ends. And, and you know, we've talked about this, and I, I so graciously have accepted your accolades as the greatest audience member. We say that in quotes because everyone is great in their own way if they show up for something and behave accordingly and not everybody does. Um, but I no, do have no, but, to, but, but yes. it, it, it's it's something to aspire to, Scott. Yeah. I, I would remove the quotes from greatest uh, uh, audience member in your case, because I mean, your your positivity, your 
uh, willingness to ask to stay for the Q&A, no matter oh, who's yeah. uh, uh, answering questions and never saying anything negative or holding the, you know, say, well, why did your why did your character just suddenly disappear in act three and then come back at the very end? You know, that. Well, that, that was of, we, I think we brought it once before. If it was a true Q&A. Yeah. That's what the questions would be, because yeah. when you leave a film, you don't go, yeah, I'm wondering what the production budget was and how long the rehearsal period was. <laughs> like, no, you what, say, what, made I, you, yeah, what I, was I, that I, last scene at the end? I didn't really get who is she? Was she? And that, but if you say that, then they would make the director cry. Oh, probably. can you imagine? Everybody would turn and look and they'd be murmuring, oh, I can't believe it. He's crossed the line without. <laughs> no, because you're supposed to ask questions like that. You're right. No one wants to know like, the answer to, which is like, what made you decide to do this movie? <laughs> Remember, we talked about that in yeah. the past. That one of the most mindless questions of all. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. well, I got an offer from my agent. <laughs> right. Like, oh, is that how it works? <laughs> well, they asked Adam Sandler that too. Said, well, like, this guy called and I saw the script and yeah, we went through 10 revisions, you know, and uh, all of that. And, and uh, but Tommy, I, I have to say, though, we yeah. talked about the Q&A. And yes, I, 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 the opposite of those who leave. I stay and relish, and I become a cheerleader. I always yes. try to go up to people. We've talked on this very podcast how yeah. I, I flaunted security and, and the admonitions from everyone not to go near Penelope Cruz after seeing her in parallel <laughs> mothers. And that story of how I just inched up slowly with you yeah. were with me, and I, I just you couldn't that. help yourself. It was it were, you were possessed by the. Well, need I thought to... she needed it because she yeah. gets whisked away, and yeah. every artist wants to have someone say, "We loved your work." And I walk slowly to her because you don't want the guards to pounce. And I, I put my hand on my heart, that kind of thing, and bowed to her, yeah. put her at ease, and said a wonderful. And then she, as I've talked about, touched my arm and oh. forget those things, Tommy. And I keep doing that. I, I go up to the directors the documentary people i say it's wonderful good luck and and they touch my another one touched my arm the other day tommy arm touching oh you don't hear a lot about it no you don't but it's it could really go a long way oh my gosh it's it's a form of human contact that's probably exactly. illegal <laughs> in many uh, primitive countries yeah uh, 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 actually almost certainly is and and uh it, it, but you're right it's it it is a, a form of human contact you cannot get watching on netflix oh exactly wow tommy that should be you should address and you will the national association of theater owners <laughs> they, they could be a little bit of a rough you know on the road oh, group but that would be a standing ovation yeah hey here hey, hey thanks tommy thanks for sticking up for us guys yeah we used to have eight pictures a, a week <laughs> start on wednesday garbo they'd come they'd all come here they'd have netflix you know. Yeah, and, uh, but we do. And that's what no, but that's, article, yeah. uh, if I may, Scotty, I think yes, that, of that, that we're sort of building a, the solution to and you're absolutely right. The article and we've talked about this in the past ourselves, but New York Times getting on into all these really Oscar worthy movies or, or Oscar contenders anyway, who that uh, are just doing just bombing one after another after yeah. another. But Scotty, you saved we I think we have saved that by hors d'oeuvres yeah. no price no cost or ten dollars uh, i yeah. guess is, is no no higher than $10. no higher than ten dollars lots heaping plates of hors d'oeuvres for people who stay after the q and also there's a q a where yeah. there where all the major stars appear so yes obviously you're going to have to it limits the uh, showings of the movie because you need the stars but then the stars are permitted to touch the arm of <laughs> of of, of, of 
highly enthusiastic. And you have to really be enthusiastic. Oh, yeah. Fans. And you, and of course, there's some value involved. I mean, you don't want, you know, the rubes and the, you know, the autograph hounds. And no, the selfie, the selfie taker. No, no, no. You got to show decorum as I do. And there's certain unwritten rules. Uh, I don't know. As I think we've talked about, how are they rules if they're unwritten? But that's mm. for another uh, podcast. But I think, and again, at some point, yes, I, I can hear the executives going, okay, great, Tom and Scott. Boy, I wish I lived in that world, but how do we make our money back? But as you say, Tommy, the reservoir of goodwill, getting people into the theaters, and eventually it'll be, I'll pay for it. Yeah, yeah. you know. And, and then it'll you'll recoup your loss. Now, part of it, too, is some of these films aren't that interesting, but that's yeah. a whole other uh, 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 that's a problem. So you really need to heap on the hors d'oeuvres afterwards. Exactly. And do because lots of arm touch. A lot of, and, and, and you know, yes, you have to situate yourself in the right place. Now, some of the events, if we had been in a, another corner, wouldn't gotten as many hors d'oeuvres. So you need no. to show some savvy, some street smarts as we do, and be, and you become friends with the server. And I'll never forget that moment where, you know, this happened actually at a, or another recent event where I actually said, oh, no, thank you. I'm full. And then you know your position. That's when you know you've done your job. You really you just literally can't eat anymore because you've been in the exact right position. And that's what yeah. I, I wish for all people around the world in the free world. Yes. I mean, that's a very good point. Like, how does the world's greatest audience member know when his job is done, his or her? Yeah. Uh, uh, how do you know when your job is done? Well, when you're full. When yeah. you're when you've had enough hors d'oeuvres, you know that you are you have done your duty as the world's greatest audience member uh, uh, people are, are going to have to start thinking about movies not just as something you see but something you eat and also that touch you on your arm exactly all of those things you mentioned tommy cannot be achieved by sitting on your couch watching netflix no that is a very alienating way of probably, watching i feel movies. like again once again and we don't pat ourselves on the back for this because we've said many times it could create some rotator cuff issues but we should be at a very high consultant rate, going to all the studios, yes. saying exactly what we're saying, uh, and they would be leaning in, and there'd be, you know, one guy who's on his way out to be fired might, might you know, contest what we're saying, but the others would listen yeah. intently, because what we're giving the reasons why to go out, why leave the house, uh, right. and not just sit at home, and uh, there's, they're plenty, plentiful, uh, plentiful, and, and, uh, and it's so important. But Tommy, I, had an, I, have, I would be remiss if I didn't say we've talked about the Q&A. And I, I have asked questions uh, on occasion, but usually they don't even open up to the audience. But without getting into too much detail, there's a film that um, was written about in The New York Times. It was at Sundance. All the distributors were, were lining up because it a uh, film. And then a, a handful of people objected to this film because uh, it was about supposed terrorists and that what they do at rehabilitation centers and I, it's an incredible film they all backed away because she's a white woman telling this story uh and anyways it just all fell apart so i read about this and i never dreamed first of all that i'd get to see the film and then they they had an announcement and i thought oh, the lines will be around the block no i got there early and the director was sitting behind the woman taking names there and i spoke to the director then it was not full and anyway it was a Marvel's film is called The Unredacted, formerly Jihad Rehab. But tell me this. Wait, is wait, what, wait. Formerly Jihad Rehab. Well, it was called Jihad Rehab, which is really what they do call it. And some people thought the title was too flip. So she changed it to The Unredacted. And, and, and it's about it's, uh, terrorism. But it's a really about these actual people uh, never charged or convicted, but 
uh, and it's a story of you know, Hollywood. They always say we want to tell different stories. And this is a story you, you'll never hear in a documentary. Mm. And yet it was it's been blacklisted for years. So uh, the great Sebastian Younger journalist interviewed uh, Meg Smacker, the uh, director. Anyway, but people were just asking questions and they didn't mention the elephant in the room. And Tommy, I, you know, Russell, let me see. And I got up and uh -huh. Tommy, I stood. Oh, my gosh. Unlike others, others sat. I yeah. stood, took my mask off. Wow. And I started to say uh, just that I'm so thankful to be here. And uh, I never thought I'd see this film. And then, uh, you know, I lambasted Sundance. They talk of inclusion, diversity. And here they, they treat you like this. And But Tommy, I said a dirty word, as we would say in fifth grade. Uh, uh, BS. But I said the full word. Wow. Uh, Tommy, you know me forever. I've never I known you. those words in, in everyday casual conversation. Amazing. And here I was as an audience member. But yeah. Tommy... And, you know, I don't I was so moved and outraged yeah. at what had happened to this woman in the last year that I did say it. And I stood and I said to her, how could this happen in America in 2022? I actually said it was easier to make a film in an authoritarian country like Saudi Arabia than get it released in a so-called democracy like the United States. And and that I brought it to her. Now, I thought, uh, yes, quite candidly, did I think the rest of the audience would rise in an ovation and yeah. up to me for a second? I did. And, and none did. Uh, but there I, wasn't uh, the rise. No, that's that's yeah. you talk about burying the lead. Yeah, that's what shocks me. Yeah. And you 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 even emphasized your with the whatever you say. By the way, you haven't given us the context of the word. Well, just BS. saying that uh, well, what happened was Sundance <laughs> after showing it apologized twice for showing it. Uh, all the other film festivals followed suit. All oh. the distributors backed away. She's self-distributing it. She had a, a GoFundMe. And it just, you know, they always talk about the, these the self-satisfied kind of we're looking for different stories. And but they yeah. weren't in this case. No. So I, I was outraged by it. I felt I had to use that word. And, and you I, did. And, I, and that's part of yeah. being the great. You know, some people say, wow, did, did you know, this has never happened with Scott Blakeman. Anybody who's followed your career, I don't oh, think yeah. you've ever used a foul word in, in your many, many years of doing comedy. And or even privately. Yes. But there you're in in full view of everyone. That's possibly what makes you not just a good audience member, a truly great one. Maybe one of the ones, you know, <laughs> you push the line just when nobody else, other audience members, good ones might have taken a step back oh, and yeah. not used the BS word when you're uh, exclaiming about how great this documentary no, about really, terrorism. And no one else addressed it. That was the no thing. No one addressed and it. They and were they silent. Didn't, but here's the big story. They yeah. didn't rise up and, and applaud. It just... Yeah. Huge. And why, what do you think that was? Well, first, I think it should have been the first, the single clap. Uh, the, yes. But, and then, of course, slowly, the, the slowly building into, and then yeah. rise and then rising. Yes. I don't think that was asking too much. I didn't say it for that reason. I said it to I was felt outraged and I wanted the filmmaker to know it. Uh, and I sensed, but maybe that's a, a, a sign of America. Just as we predicted Raphael Warnock's victory by your brunch in Savannah, maybe we could tell something about the pulse of America by that audience yeah. that night. Maybe they thought it was okay what they did. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, I said it and, and, um, that, uh, you gave them something to think about. Uh, that's for yeah. sure. You know, on the yeah, way home, yeah, you know, yeah. they may not like the movie, but they have to say your your address afterwards was really thought provoking. Well, and she answered. She had a definitely question re answer, and was very. You know, she said, "Yes, America is different than it's ever been." So I was glad I did. I went up to her afterwards, and uh, did she touch your arm? Well, I I don't know if it was an arm touch, but uh, she did. Uh, you know. 
I, I said, I kind of sheepers. Well, I hope that question made sense. Oh, yes, yes, no. And I said, well, yeah. and then, Tommy, this I've never gone this far. It's the equivalent of an arm touch. I said to her, because she's hoping this, this film could get wide release. I said, uh, this film should be seen and it will be. She says, well, no, I don't really know. I said, no, it should be and it will be. And I looked her in the eye and I just walked away. Wow. And that, so Tommy, something took over. You know, look, yeah. you know me forever. That's not how I usually am. No, no. So committed. That's, that's the greatness of you, of, you, of you as an audience member, Scotty. Who else would, uh, who else would come up with, uh, who else would do any of that? And I, I, I want to believe that your question took approximately a half an hour to say in full. <laughs> well, uh, it was uh, involved, but it basically laid out sort of what had gone on, which I would assume people uh, knew of. But, uh, and then I really, <laughs> but it did end with a question, which that I was proud of, because I have said comments. And then they make a little snarky. Oh, well, that was a good question. It wasn't really a question. But I did end with, so why do you think this is happening to you? So I did. Oh. So and I was happy with that, that I actually did. Yeah, get you turned it into a question. First of all, it was a statement of high praise written by the by a reviewer. Uh, I would say Pauline Kale, a, a more <laughs> positive reviewer, might have come close to your uh, wordsmithery in um, exclaiming the, the, po the, the, the dramatic um, you know, uh, backstory of this film, actually. Yes, yes, which people, it amazed me that no one else thought to ask it, or maybe they were going to the interviewer chose not to. You so, know, you know. It, it amazes me, too. It amazes me. I, I, now I want to know if maybe somebody, a good reporter or somebody from, for, you know, one of the great, you know, news agencies might have been standing back and asking the audience members as they leave, why didn't you applaud Scott's amazing question? <laughs> and why didn't you ask it yourself? Why did it why well, did you leave it to to one other person to ask these questions? Well and yeah. I I'm curious what the audience members would say. Oh exactly. And then I was hoping maybe there would be a media person there who would take me on and say, you're just what we need for CNN. Everyone else, and, and there's some room now. So that uh, something cause, like that that could cause yeah. some jealousy. But I think, honestly, I I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I, I am surprised that you weren't suddenly surrounded by bright lights of different cameras <laughs> pointing your way and microphones thrust in front of your face. Let's hear from this man who asked the most amazing question in the Q and A section. Well, that almost yep. took a half an hour to yep. finish. Yeah, well, you know, again, there was a second of that. But in the end, Tommy, it's all about just hitting your mark, showing up on time. And I'll go be at that next screening and maybe I'll ask a question. Maybe I won't. But I wanted to show support, which I do. And uh, uh, yeah, and there was nothing. No one even like some kind of odd guy did approach me afterwards, like handing out postcards to everyone about his podcast, which that's not the kind of attention you know, that's because he was giving it to everyone anyway. And you don't do that. You don't no, know. No, no, I don't even have those postcards. About our I, oh, I have old postcards of the Latin quarter that my parents we, went to, but I don't give those to people. We don't even have postcards for this podcast. Maybe no, we should. No, uh, no, we but, should. Uh, we, postcards are a great, just saying it is a fun, <laughs> hey, I got a postcard for, like you could have, in the old days, Tommy, you and Sandy would have sent yeah. a postcard. Greetings from savannah right with that cost a little bit less than it's just a regular letter it, yeah. it would cost five cents in the old days instead yeah. of seven cents and uh yes the, i do miss the po the uh i miss yeah but uh, at the same time i agree i don't uh, going around passing out you know advertisements for yourself during that that's not what you do what you oh, do no. is it's all about 
the director. It's all about the the film. And getting back to the other uh, the seat filler. Yes, um, yes, very part cool. of this podcast. Yes, uh, this is uh, some of you who've been listening may remember back in the earlier portion of this podcast. Yeah, it was a you know in time it was a slightly more simple world and world moved a little bit slower of oh, yeah, 20 about minutes ago and, yeah 20 minutes ago when we yes. when you mentioned about yeah. the po- the 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 astonishing just this the, becoming a seat filler for at pennies on the dollar see, seeing broadway shows of, of and all broadway sorts. And, and you're gonna be i'm gonna yeah, i hope you will re, uh, regale our listeners going forward because you're a member of it i know you've certainly been- i've been taking advantage i've been you know a little bit <laughs> under the covid weather well yeah no certainly uh, many uh, other things going on yeah. but you uh, will uh, in but, due but, time but and, and i look yes. forward to that because i remember and i mentioned this in the opening about how in london uh you can uh, one of the great things about london is the subsidized theater which uh, lowers the price for everybody yeah uh, it, there's no conditions. It's just for every show, it's much, much lower price. Yeah. And and uh, so as a result, you just feel like you could just go anywhere on a minute's notice. Oh, let's go see this. Um, uh, a woman of no importance, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, at uh, such and such theater. And yeah, by the London, way, it is West actually End. a theater called Such and Such Theater. Such, well, that sounds like a, it's been running for 50 years. The, the Such and Such. Uh, happenstance. At the Such, such and Such, such Theater, such. the woman right, of no importance. It's a rollicking farce. And uh, 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 yes, that's true in, in London's but, West End. And yes. Uh, that's right. And, 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 and then you'll see these matinee performances that have been around forever. Or, or you know, um, what are the, you know, what are the other just very, very familiar British mousetrap? Uh, I think the master mousetrap. I mean, to New York, I, I've heard it. There's that. And, and, uh, but, but these matinees are sometimes they have these old British actors that are way over the top and they do these yeah. amazingly long double takes. And, yeah. and it appeals to the ladies of the audience of <laughs> a certain age yeah. and rollicking, you know, it's just everything is just compl- almost pageantry as yeah. opposed to comedy. And, and it is, and you, you or, or some new cutting edge British play that oh, yes. is ridiculous and, and silly and, but takes itself very seriously. You don't mind. You just, you enjoy it oh, for, yeah. because it costs nothing. Yeah. yeah I mean, you go, yeah. It's, it's, and also they have the national theater. They, they, they do, uh, you know, there's a lot of subs. So this is, uh, again, I've been fortunate. All the things I've seen, starting with Downstate, which you recommended in 2018 when you saw it in Chicago, that was on my list come hell or high water and preferably neither i was going to see it what it really whatever it costs and then to get in there um uh, i'm not supposed to say that i i saw it on that but anyway I, who you know i i well that's uh, the cool thing about it too yeah. you're you're almost like i don't want to say a a, a a spy or an agent but you are sort of james bond yeah. you you go in you you are you cannot reveal your true identity <laughs> uh, you must, uh, and and this is uh, must be difficult because you're one of the world's greatest. You know, I say one of the world's greatest. I don't know who uh, who the greatest audience member in the world is, but yeah. certainly in New York, you're the greatest audience member. And and you, you uh, uh, so, but you you have to keep your identity on the lowdown. You can't say. I've saved so much. You want to burst and tell the world. Oh, it's a song, literally a song and dance. And, and they <laughs> warn you not to do it there. And also Downstate was only on the list briefly. 
and I snatch it. And now it's doing wow. very well, uh, the actual big paying customers. But uh, but it's also they do say now, Tommy, this is because I always act as if an organization sponsored us. You know, I always try to dress presentably and act accordingly. And uh, uh, but uh, they do tell you that, please, you know, act a certain way and you're representing us. And I'm but I said I've been doing that all along. So mm. uh, it's really but it. It's, it's exhilarating and it's, um, uh, you know, and I recommend just and also that could be the secret. Again, theater is not doing that well because it is too expensive. So let's take that model from London. Let's uh, uh, let's try something as we as we wind down. We've already yeah. suggested to Hollywood how they can rise out of the malaise that has affected theater going uh, offer nothing. fine hors d'oeuvres. And again, they don't have to be heavy. Or, no, oh, there's no, no, a no, distinction. No, no, no. Heavy would be larger size burgers no right no all thing what is that okay i'll try it and you pop it in your mouth that would do exactly the the, uh, a man suggest uh spanish uh wrap in bacon uh, (laughs) uh, wrapped figs yeah absolutely delicious bacon wrapped figs that sort of uh uh, little those little tiny hot dogs of course it's not going to break the bank no no but but heaping plates of them please yeah don't forget to touch the arms and, call, and, and charge nothing. And then, and you gave the answer, how, how do you make this economically possible? Crowdfunding, Scotty. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I think that that's uh, the answer. I mean, we're, we're again, we, um, the only risk of what we're doing is that we could get called into all the studios at once to give our policies, but I think- yeah. uh, Or that they'll don't... steal our ideas from well, this Well, uh, yes, uh, that podcast. could be more likely, and then we have to sue, and then it's, it's so unseemly, yeah. but hopefully- oh, it lasts, goes in. on forever. Now. Yeah. Leak yeah, house. By, now, by we're happy to help, and, and really, as long as they put out a lot of hors d'oeuvres at the meeting, oh, you know, we'd be happy yeah, to do that. Scotty, we, in, a, in some way, in that, and we're, as we wind down, we are the McKinsey group <laughs> of-, of uh, of the uh, theater world, yes, and, and uh, we just don't charge anything, and uh, for what we do, and then McKinsey charges a lot. Oh and yeah, they make huge mistakes, and and they result in, in <laughs> exactly. massive unemployment. And, and we've done it in every area. Back in the early days of the pandemic, when we thought about why not have school outdoors, and then of course soon after that, that was uh, offered. As we always say, the New York Times always. Yeah. Uh, right. Says what we said three weeks later. So we're right. really consultants in all fields, not just the theater, awesome. not just the world of entertainment, but really all aspects of life. How about yeah. that? Could be our business card. Life consultants. Life consultants. Yeah. A, a, a consultant on every aspect of the economic world, theater world, the art world <laughs> and the personal and the culinary world. Personal. Oh, oh, very important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Uh, let's. Get those because uh, business cards have kind of got out and people tend to go some. Oh, that's wasting paper. So maybe we'll have to do it digitally. But uh, nonetheless, we will serve that role. And Tommy, uh, 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 and again, uh, to all our listeners who uh, you know wish you the best with all the travails you've had recently and all I can can do. Uh, and hopefully what I did could help you and others in the future. Just see theater and movies for free or drastically reduced price. Scotty, on that note, I'm going to continue being Tom Saunders. I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this.